some rocking intro music right there, man. Hello, my dotlings. Tonight we are back with uh, on Shameless Self Promotion, one of our uh, dear friends who's been here since pretty close to the very beginning. In the beginning, uh, I don't know. I was created on the eighth day. <laughs> right. <laughs> they made us with the leftovers. Yeah. Um, so here we're here with Ace and Knight, who has some pretty big news for us. I hear understand that you had a uh, you had a launch earlier today. I did. We went earlier today live with Modern Spiritual. Um, this is a very big thing for the spirit for the spiritual community and for the occult and life coaching community because, in general, it's your online academy. There are classes, there are um, going to be live classes. There's classes that you can go and take right now um, at, that we've put up. Um, Keen and that's parent company Ingenio paired up some of the best instructors across the globe and said, so you guys are teaching classes. Why don't you teach them online? And we're like, well, there isn't any place that's really easy for us. And they go, oh. Okay. Three months later. So you're teaching classes and, you know, do you know anybody else that teaches classes? Yeah, why don't you put out a survey? Okay. Two months later. So do y'all want to go and, like, teach worldwide? Nice. Yeah. So, you know, I went into my Hobbit Hall and my project board got filled up with a lot of post-it notes, the orange ones. And... <laughs> We develop, we help develop and grow a platform where you, you, right now there's 20 classes. Within six months to a year, there will be at least 100 to 1,000 classes on any metaphysical or life coaching topic. I know that because um, it seems like there's a pretty short list of, of highly reputable trainers on there mm -hmm. right now. Right. And it'll so I, you know, like, I was thinking about taking that mediumship class. I'm not going to lie because I, yeah, I see ghosts. I've seen ghosts my whole time, but I, it's something to be said for learning the proper etiquette. Right. You know, yeah, you know, like, what the are you doing here? Why aren't you doing my dishes? Right. You know, if you're going to scream at me, just yeah. don't scream at me. Don't but, you me. know, uh, that is something like that's, I don't think that will ever be a service that I would genuinely provide. Holy cow. Uh, Sorry, the cleaning lady was in and put an actual trash bag in my trash can. Uh-huh. Cool. Anyway. Um... Anyway, so that launched today. Um, very cool. Very cool. I'm doing something. All my classes are now uh, $9.99 for the week. You can take my literally Terror of a Fools. It's normally a $150 class for $9.99. Um, we're going to put a link in in a little bit all about that. Um, let's see. Some of the instructors, some of the classes are cool. But we also need to point out, I wasn't meant to be here. Or I was meant to be here. I don't know. Yeah, that was one of those things. Like, um, here's the thing. I, if you're watching this, if you were waiting for this show to start, then you know that Wynn was supposed to be on tonight. She uh, has lost her voice, and you can't do a podcast without your voice. Like, she is down to a whisper when I talked right. to her, like, yesterday evening. I'm like, look, even if your voice is pseudo back by tomorrow, it's not going to be healed enough for you. Right. But 
the subject that we were going to talk about is a very important one. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to talk about how to maintain your mental health through the season, because I think the last time that Gwen and I had talked, we'd really, really gotten into um, a lot of our individual personal trauma. We were kind of, it was mm -hmm. we were sharing our trauma and so were our guests. And that's definitely something that I would love to facilitate again. But I think that this time we really kind of wanted to talk more about how to prevent getting into that state, how, what to do once you're in that state, at what point, at what point do you just go get you a grippy sock vacation? Cause sometimes it's nice. Well, sometimes it's nice, but for me, you have to back it up. And this is where, especially during holiday time. I mean, one, you have to realize what your energy is for that holiday time. Right. And, oh, content warning. We will be talking about, we, I mean, we might get pretty deep. You all know my mental health history. I've not yeah. been. Um, yeah, we will go deep. We will go into it, but and we will talk about some things that you've got to do. First right. of all, is learn your triggers. Yeah. Yes. Well, also not so much, and it's not just knowing what actively triggers you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, once you know what triggers you, once you know what's setting you off, mm -hmm. it doesn't set you off as much. Like you're going, right. okay, I can cope with this. Right. But the way to figure that out is sometimes how to realize when you are triggered. Right. And then backtrack. And then what backtrack. Yeah. Because often that bad, that trigger isn't what you're mad about. It isn't what sends you through the spiral. It's five steps before that. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. How many times? I know that happens a lot. Like, uh, <clears throat> If you're already in a bad mental health place, mm -hmm. everything starts piling up. Right. And see, here's the thing with that is you, if you working on an empathic, psychic or clairvoyant or, you know, if you are empathic or anywhere on that spectrum of psychicism, mm -hmm. you're going to get things even harder because it's yeah, not just you, world. it's the whole world. And this is where, and for me, it's really hard. Okay, during the holiday seasons. Here's why is I grew up with a huge, you know, from the day before Thanksgiving till Lightning Day, which was January 11th, we were insane. We had holiday parties, we had to do family functions, we had Christmas, you know, two to four Christmases, church plays, all that stuff. And, you know, it gets to you. So my yeah. first tip for this is realize your limits. What are yeah. you fearful? Of? What is your limit? If your limit is I can do three parties, I can do one Christmas present opening, I can cook a dinner for five. That's my minimum. That's not what that's my limit. Yeah. You know, there is something to be said for understanding your own personal limits because you know, those parties can get taxing. Dealing yeah. with people, especially especially, yes, as a psychic where you're constantly picking up energy from other people, you know, as professionals, that's something that we have developed our own personal ways of handling because we do, you know, Ace and does shotgun tarot. Uh, okay. Everybody knows that I do uh, rapid fire, rapid fire readings. Um, mm -hmm. 
which might be end up, that might be something I could probably teach. I could definitely teach how to do rapid fire readings, how to sustain yourself while doing 15 readings in a row. Right. But, you know, and it's learning those limits, but it's learning the emotional limits. Because I'd rather read for 500 people in a day than have yes. to sit down with a dinner with half the people at the table I even have not spoke to in six months or really don't care if they exist on this planet. Right. That's the thing. Like, and you know, and that's something you can bow out of. Like, if you don't like the people there, then why are you trying to impress them? Like, you don't owe anybody anything. Well, because we're born with, especially people pleasers, and we yeah. see you out there, we're born with that idea that we've got to make everybody happy. We've got to do everything for everybody, got to nurture everybody. You know, nobody in the at the fucking table except for Aunt Anna eats sweet potato casserole. But you've got to make sure sweet potato casserole is on your menu. You know what? And if Aunt Anna, if Aunt Anna was there when things were rough, if Aunt Anna calls you and checks on you when things are low, then Aunt Anna deserves her sweet potato casserole. If Aunt Anna uh thinks that this whole queer thing is just nonsense and treats you like dog shit then aunt anna doesn't need to come to the table at all no you know so you you have first it was just a, a name to just throw out there honey we all have those family members and you get in that people pleasing mode i'm sorry i've cooked dinners for 40 people and you know we had leftovers for fucking month of Thanksgiving, and then we'd done another world one for Christmas. I stopped doing that because we didn't need that much. Dear God, I couldn't stand that much turkey and ham. <laughs> but I start my cycle around September. In general, my cycle, my mental cycle starts around mid-September, right around um, so, yeah, you know, harvest home, through about in bulk, I'm a moody bitch. I get go through that. I'll start withdrawing. I start not talking to people. Um, I start not, you know, I will, you know, if someone is really being hard and negative, I go into self-defense mode and I won't deal with you. I will see you when groundhogs come up. Yeah, you know, I understand that because I do personally, and it's funny because um, I, generally speaking, sorry, I need to unplug some things. I generally mm -hmm. speaking and really enjoy the holidays. Like, I'm a pagan. My family knows I'm a pagan. My family, there we, we kind of joke that there were no closets in my house growing up because we just, we were very open family and i always felt loved and accepted there it was the rest mm -hmm. of the world that damaged me um but the cold weather uh, uh -huh. can be a hell of a trigger just the cold weather makes it hard because i know when the weather turned off because it went from being like it went from like summer to fall in like a week mm -hmm. and right. that week uh right. It was hard on a lot of people. And then right. we're going into the season where people are separated from their family. And that's hard because I I used to have like grand Christmases. And now my my brother's dead. My mother's dead. My father's dead. It's just me and my sister. My sister has kids. And she has, you know, she welcomes me in her house. But that's, that's her it's family's awesome. Christmas. Yeah. 
you know, and that's, and for me, I don't know. For me, Christmas has always been weird. Hello, you know, Michelle. Hello, Michelle. How are you? Um, it's always been weird for Christmas. It's either been really good and busy or it's been very much like I don't Melissa, this year, sorry, I don't Melissa. Melissa. Hello, Melissa, darling. Sorry, we're not reading the screen really well tonight. I'm sorry, darling. Thank you for coming and sitting in. Um, but for me, Christmases are hard. They're either, you know, it's always trying to balance that world. And you'll notice one of my things is I start planning. Another thing is if you're weather dependent on your emotions, i.e. when it gets cold and you get really having issues, I go to the tanning bed. I'll tell my dermatologist, just shut up. I'm going to the tanning bed. It will boost your mood. You know what? Honestly, there have been quite a few studies on that. I have a friend who goes in, and when he goes to the tanning bed, he doesn't go there to tan. He's going there to, like, get mm -hmm. the vitamin D, get that boost. So he might be in the tanning bed for, like, five minutes, and that's mm -hmm. great for him. That makes a huge right. difference. Me, I have no intentions of tanning, but I have, in the dead of winter, gone and laid in the tanning bed because in the summer and spring, I'll go lay out in the grass with my arms out like this mm -hmm. for like five or ten minutes. And, you know, that makes life right. a lot better, but I can't do that when it's cold. Right. You know, so with that, you know, find your coping skills. Mine is I get really critical in my planning. I get really deep in my journaling. And I ask, my que I ask this question, and it's a simple three-letter question. Why? Why am I doing this? Why am I making something I don't even like to eat? Why am I making nine pies for five people? That Why you don't like. I... Well, the five people I do like, the rest of them, you know, I didn't invite. Why am I, you know, keeping up this and keeping up that when I don't enjoy it? And then giving yourself the grace to let it go. Letting the thought that you have to be the perfect hostess, brother, uncle, sister, mother, cousin, whatever, to everybody, you have to let it go. Yeah, that's actually something uh, I've not really ever done because I was, uh, I actually sort of semi-inherited my grandmother's house. That's a long story. It never was put in my name and I, my family wouldn't come over because of my marital situation. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have never really gotten a chance to host a real party. Uh huh. Like the one for the office. Yeah. Part of the reason I'm doing a small, small party for the office is because I've never thrown a big party before. Oh, well, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. I got a, I've got a few key players. I'm gonna. Uh, it's gonna be. I think I've decided it's gonna be by invite only, only. But um. So. But it'll be time for you to celebrate that accomplishment. Right. Okay. Now, is this your first or second without mom? Second. This will be. Yeah, this will be the second round. It'll be hard. Your second and your fifth are hard. The first one was 
I felt bad because I've never wanted Christmas to just be over. That was a huge holiday in my family. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm a pagan. I celebrate solstice, but my family mm-hmm. celebrates Christmas. And mm-hmm. I am probably going to just, I, I spend the night in my, in my, you know, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, but, no. you know, that's something that I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, well, for me, I spent 11 years trying to go bigger and better because it could be the last. So everything yeah. was a bigger tree, more ornaments, more people, more food for 11 years. Well, it might be his last. We want to make it best. We want to make it great. And I didn't want it afterwards. We didn't do Christmas that year. Right. I didn't, did not. We done his Thanksgiving tradition of cooking a big dinner and delivering it. And I looked at it and I told mom that day, I said, I'm done with this. This ain't me. This ain't us. This is dad. Yeah. And then Christmas was dad's thing. And Uh uh, honestly, Christmas day was the last time I saw my father. Mm-hmm. Um. Last last time I saw him alive was was when we were when he was uh, leaving Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, hello, Zach. Hello, Zach, darling. How are you? I hope you're doing amazing. Yeah, we're going deep tonight. <laughs> yeah. Pull out the tissues. We're gonna go for it. So I'm yeah, gonna talk about my survival tips. And Dottie, you tell me what you think of these. First okay. of all, is I make a plan. Yes. I make, a, I make a plan. There is a battle plan to take through the holidays. That battle plan has the freedom to change at any time and any point that I damn well care. But it's my job to make the plan, and I plan it out. We're doing Christmas here. We're doing it this time. We're opening gifts here. That way, I know that I can get through just a few, you know, it's almost five o'clock. Dinner's at five. It's almost five o'clock. Dinner's at five. It is over at seven. Game night starts at seven thirty. We can get through this. That's one. Two. I take time to get up thirty minutes earlier on the days that are hard for me to refocus myself into my plan. It's not a bad idea. I don't. Okay. You know, here's the thing. I will straight up admit, uh, getting up early don't work for me. Getting up earlier. Uh, I can do it for events sometimes, mm-hmm. but I naturally, part of having ADHD is that you become project oriented and you either crash super early because you're just tired or mm-hmm. like tonight I was going to, I almost forgot about this live stream and just went to bed. I'll be perfectly honest. I almost just crashed uh, because I stayed up last night working on a paper up till like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. because ADHD means that I will hyper focus. Also, the paper was due yesterday at midnight. Uh, let's have that conversation. ADHD is a bitch. Yes, it um, is. It is. It does not help. Not. A, I mean, it don't help. My other one is but also anyway. journaling more. Huh? Like writing notes down. Of everything, journaling. yeah, getting out those thoughts, you know, up. I, I don't care. And people think, oh, journaling as well. I got up this morning and I had a glorious morning, spent time with my lovely hut. No, 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 no. I need to pick up eggs and bread tomorrow because my husband ate the last of them. 
I need to remember to pack his lunch tomorrow because he's leaving the alphas. I need to remember tomorrow to dust dad because he's getting a little grouchy over that. I need to do this. I need to do that. It's writing out whatever is in your brain. You know what I do occasionally? I need to get back in that practice. I've been here's something that I'm a bad psychic. No, you know, not. people say, Are you a good witch or a bad witch? I'm a terrible witch. I never remember to do my journal exercises. I never begin I never remember to do my my uh day-to-day -day exercises. And that's something I'm gonna try and pick back up because yeah. those definitely help. Getting that getting that like and I do them every other day. When I when I get a good rhythm, I do them every other day. That way if I miss a day. I can just do it the next day, and it's not that big a deal. Right. You know? And the other part is not beating your ass up. Okay? We have, yeah. are very much in our own arena. Yes, we have the people in cheap seats. We have that grant, that, that energy, or that parent, or that uncle, or whatever, that no matter what you did as a kid, is sitting there in the cheap seats, sitting there going, hmm, you overbaked that pie. You overcooked that chicken. Up, oh, you should have smiled more in that picture. Up, oh, you, you where's the blue bottle? Get a real job. Get a real job. Get a real job. How many times have you heard that one? Oh, honey, I love. Uh, I, it annoys the hell out of me when I have little baby psychics and they're like, "Well, you know, I had to go get a real job." I, you know what? Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. That's something I have struggled with in the beginning. It, getting paid for for my services was also something i had difficulty I'm like you know if i'm going to make a living at this i have to bring in money because money is yeah. how i pay my bills mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> you know getting into then, that point or that mindset of seeing that person it's like i have in the back of my head a person that tells me i'm lazy yeah, no matter what you do. No matter what you I do. You can be 10 steps ahead. Mine is always there's something that need to be done. You need to get something done. There's something you should be doing. What are you doing right now? Put down whatever you're doing and do the thing you need to be doing all the mm -hmm. time. I'm like, the thing I'm supposed to be doing is the thing in my head. Can we just focus on this for 10 minutes? Please? Yes. That's another thing. Set timers. If you get absent minded in your depression, set a fucking timer. I used to have time. Yeah. I love, and I've got it unplugged so I can talk about it. I love my Google, and I actually moved to where I use one system and everyone else can use the other, the rest of the system of the house, but Google's mine. And I have alarms built into my Google tell me what I need to remember. Because one of my signs that <coughs> I'm crashing is I'll lose track of time. Yes. Like it'll be like, you think it's been 10 minutes, but it's been a whole hour. Or three days. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I is... I have lost whole days of, in bed. I've lost whole days in bed. I, mm -hmm. I don't usually lose more than one. Mm -hmm. I have lost... I have lost almost two a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Usually by that third day, I know that I'm... I, well, I usually have to do something like work or something like that, you know? Right. But... And what I have sometimes have to do is fight my sleep. Not fight to get asleep, fight to get out of sleep. And that's yeah, when I use the, the, the Mel Robinson's blast off method of five, four, three, two, one, go. And and, the, and all you got to do is get to that go part. 
and you go. And you the next thing, five, four, three, two, one, go. And just keep counting just it down. Forward. Yep. You know, um, when I am depressed, this is one thing, this is part of why I got a dog. Well, it's mm -hmm. not part of why I got a dog because I wanted a dog. That's a whole other story. But it's something that Luther has really helped me with because my <laughs> my depression strikes in the morning. Um, mm -hmm. I have been headed. I have had full blown anxiety attacks before I even put my feet on the floor. Mm -hmm. uh, honestly, before I even lift my head off the pillow, I, I wake up and I'm already dreading things so bad but the dog he doesn't care he mm -hmm. wants his belly loved and he doesn't want to get out of bed he wants you to love his belly and if you don't love his belly for the allocated amount of time he's not getting out of the bed and he's going to roll on top of you until you roll and love his belly and you can't you can't love a luther belly and be sad like no. it's just not enough room for both and he has demanded that space exactly and he will push you out of bed. Yeah, he has never bit. pushed me out of bed. He he he's tried a couple times. My I have to sleep against the wall because they will sleep on top of me. Uh-huh. So, you know, the moment the bed gets moved because you no longer have your office in your bedroom, Ow. he's gonna push you out of bed. Uh, you know, I, I'm gonna miss having the dogs run in here and interrupt my live streams i do think that they were they were a fun part of it they were also, we're gonna have to you that just means you have to do luther videos get out that GoPro. now let's talk about a heart let's take a break and then let's talk about the harder subjects yeah it is about time for a uh, commercial break so let's do that and then we'll come back and we'll talk more about um some more tips and tricks to survive the holiday season right. especially as a psychic right Roll that beautiful bean footage. Hi, I'm Dottie the Psychic, and I'm sure you're wondering why I'm not wearing any makeup. Well, one reason is to irritate my social media manager, Asen Knight. Hi, Asen. The other reason is because I like to get to the naked truth about what it means to be a neurodivergent LGBT person with psychic abilities. I've got vlogs, blogs, and podcasts, and videos all related to trying to live my best life and helping witches and bitches do the same thing. So, you can check all that out and get a reading from Dottie the Psychic at D-O-T-T-I-E-The-Psychic.com. Safe travel and much profit to you. Do you have a cute pet? We know you do. Each week, Tracy Van chooses from submitted photos a featured reader for her Facebook page and provides a tarot reading. Your adorable pet cat, dog, rabbit, goat, chicken, snake, or more could be her next featured reader. Visit TracyBan.com, T-R-A-C-Y-B-A-N-N.com, and click Featured Reader to submit. We look forward to seeing your pet next. Hey everybody, Lady Gwendolyn here, and I am here to tell you how to get in contact with me and a little bit about what I do. I am the high priestess that works with shadow work to help you grow and heal. And I work with um, <clears throat> access bars, Reiki, 
I do power forms. I'm recently getting into crystal healing, sound therapy as well. So you can go to Lady Gwendolyn Healing. That is L-A-D-Y-G-W-E-N-D-O-L-Y-N-H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot com. Book your appointment with me. I do in person. I do over the phone. I do over Zoom. We can do that as well. Um, my main goal is to help you grow and heal because I've been there, I'm still going through it, and I let my strength help guide you. See you soon. Hey everybody, Natalie here from The Pendulum's Path. If you are in need of guidance, direction, spiritual connection, healing, or more, you have come to the right place. I have worked as a psychic and a medium for over three years, connecting people from all over the world with their loved ones, giving them insight and guidance into their current situations, their past healings, their blockages, and what they need to know in order for them to have a better future. It would be my absolute honor if you would come to my website at www.thependulumspath.com, visit my shop. I have a whole bunch of crystals, oils, bombs, mystery boxes, and more. And visit my services. I offer 15-minute, 30-minute, and 60-minute sessions. I also have email readings available if you're not comfortable with the one-on-one session with me or if you just want to try me out. I encourage you to come visit me at the Pendulum's Path and let's get you back on the right track today. All right. So I think Dottie's going to do some ironing while we start ironing out some issues. Okay, yeah, this is something that I'm going to... I Okay, so y'all don't fully understand this, but, like, you've seen the, the big gate parachute in the intro video on my main channel. Yeah. Um, I, I've made quite a few of those outfits. Part of the yes, reason I had to make those outfits was because I was stuck in my room and did not have room to make those outfits. Uh-huh. And I have had this idea for this super cool robe for literal months. Uh-huh. Uh, like, this is the lining. Right. That's cute. That's very cute. And now it's cold, and I have space to make it. So I'm like... I just have one request. Is that cotton fabric? This is flannel, or... I think it's polyester flannel. I don't know if it's exactly flannel. I think this is... The big black piece right here uh-huh. is for, is uh, cotton because it is really. So well, I'll put it in reserve for quilter scraps. I think I've got about ten yards, so I may actually make like just a. Let's see, I'm just gonna stand. I'm gonna stand here. I set this up so I can stand over here. Yeah. Uh, I have I have enough of this. I'm thinking about making myself some actual like some actual ritual robes. Nice. Uh, since I am apparently making a break, breaking into the clergy field. Well, you are, and you know, you have to be clergy to be a psychic in West Virginia. Hello, Natalie, honey, how are you? Nice Hello, to see Natalie. you. We are about ready to talk about your specialty. Anyhow, you arrived right on psychic time. So I think the hardest thing for people during the holidays is they miss someone that isn't on the, the physical realm. Or they miss a lot of them. You know, me and Dolly were talking about, you know, we don't have the big families anymore. There ain't 70 people anymore. Um, so here's my back at it. I, 
I talk to Dad as if he's still here. You can ask Joe. He's in the audience tonight, being the lovely, proud, supporting husband. Um, I talk to him like he's still here because he's damn near still. You want to know how I know he's still here? My fucking lighter's still go missing. My keys go missing. Especially if I want to leave my the house after midnight. My forget it. They're gone. Yeah. My mom and dad still show up in my dreams. They'll just mm -hmm. show up like, hey, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, oh, that's nice of you to come by. Yes, it's Christmas. They never miss a holiday. They will be there. They can hear you. You can sit yeah. there and write letters to them. Or you can sit there and just have a conversation with a cup of coffee and go, you know what? I'm really missing you this morning. And that's okay. My, my family has a long tradition, and it's funny because, like, I don't think people, I, I don't think we really think about it as a tradition, but it is. Mm -hmm. We talk about our dead. Yeah. We, you know, we keep them alive in our memories by telling stories about them. The good, the bad, the ugly. We talk about it all. It's all funny now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the Irish have a saying, if you want people to talk shit about you, get married. If you want people to talk well about you, die. Oh, please. I talk well. I don't talk well about him dead. Let me tell you the stunt he done. I'm about 19 years old, and I get a phone call from Dad. I found a car I want. Okay. Do you want me to take you over to pick it up? Well, you can come over and ride with me. I'm driving it home. Okay. So we get in the car. I have not, you know, he had the keys. He had the tags ready for me to drive the car. I'm going to pay attention to that question. We drive the car. I pass two or three cops. Get pulled over by one of them. Yes, officer, we just bought the car. Yes, stickers discontinued. We know this. We drive the car home. He says, I've got to take it to, you got to drive it to the garage tomorrow. Because Dad at this time wasn't driving anymore. But he wanted to own a car. Fine. That car didn't have one tire that was the same size on it. Oh, my God. Okay, that car didn't have a title, and come to find out, it came out of Arizona and was stolen, and Dad paid 50 bucks for it and didn't find it to be a problem. He, me, he got me in so much trouble. That's hilarious, though. That is funny. Another stunt, and this is one me and you have in common. So my mother had a station wagon because we, she, he and her done flea markets. He stopped one. We were going to Penn Springs. You know where it is, Dottie. He stacked that damn station wagon three layers high, tied it to the roof, and she, mom was late leaving that morning, and it was foggy. And he looked at her and said, I don't care. Get there. We have to be set up by five. If you get a speeding ticket, I'll pay for it. As soon as he said the word pay for it, she got pulled over. Needless to say, we didn't go sell anything that day. Nice. That's funny. That is funny. So what's yeah, dad used to sell my dad used to sell um he sold swords and knives out of the back of his van, and we did that all over, all over the East Coast. But we did it. He was a history buff. 
Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like we went to flea markets. We were selling at like Ren fairs and SCA events and anything that he got to put on his fancy clothes for because he loved to dress up. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he loved to put on his nice clothes. He loved to put on, we call it garb, but Mm -hmm. historical costuming. Uh Um, It's not like full on super historical, but yeah. Right. So what was the weirdest event situation he ever got you into? Some of the wildest things I remember happened in Kalamazoo, Michigan. We had to drive eight hours or yeah, eight to 10 hours, depending on how fast we were driving and how often we wanted to stop from, you know, somewhere in the middle of West Virginia as you are, you know, as we are, um, to Kalamazoo, Michigan, Mm -hmm. which is pretty close to the Great Lakes, Mm -hmm. uh, to an event called Silverleaf. Uh-huh. Um, and we would set up there throughout the weekend and he would leave his tent up because it was it was a three weekend event. It did three weekends in a row, uh-huh. and we would go up there. So we would have to haul ass up there, and then we'd be up there, and then we would basically have to throw everything in the van and leave because you basically once things were done, you had so you only have so much time to get set up. You only got so much time to set to tear down, and we had a pretty elaborate setup by that point you know because we were selling jewelry we were selling pouches and blankets it was kind of like a it was a bunch of stuff swords knives dad's catchphrase was i'll sell anything that's legal and some things that are not if i think can get away with it Uh, (laughs) that was his line yeah he had stuff for everything like he is actually the person you know out of the end of every video i say yeah safe travel and much profit too to you i got uh-huh. that from my father uh-huh. um and that was actually i think the event that i heard it at but we got up there just the after the event shuts down you mm-hmm. now have a bunch of actors who basically because you come in like you drive like a bat out of hell to be up there for friday mm-hmm. um yeah i think we came in i think we'd come in I think it was Friday. Mm-hmm. Spend two nights basically camping and mm-hmm. then leave Sunday. Right. So, because Saturday you were there literally, you got up, you got dressed, you went to work, and then, you know, Sunday morning, you tear down the tent before you went to work. And you could only, and all your, your pavilions had to be, you know, mm-hmm. had to be period, they had to be canvas. That's where right. the public saw everything in public saw had to be canvassed. So they have like a little camping area over here. And sometimes once you shut that down and the kids went to bed, people would do crazy things. I ran into this guy who guy who was covered in woad one time, which is a blue plant that is has hallucinogenic properties. It's what the Celts would paint themselves in before they went into battle. Uh, something about the paint, if you mix it with ammonia, interacts with the body and absorbs through the skin. Uh-huh. So this guy is like 
red hair, doesn't know too much. And he got lost in the kitty maze, which was two turns and one single dead end. He got lost in there for like 45 minutes. I'm like, and I was a teenager. Uh -huh. I was a teenager. So I'm like, drugs are bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that was also the first time I saw a Rocky Horror Picture Show, like a proper one. They had it on a screen and everybody's yelling and talking and it's great. Uh, so some of that, just drumming. I, I, I have a love of drums, the sound of drums. I love drumming circles, but that's where I got it from was people would bring drums and there'd be the after party. It was great. Yeah. And those are some of the best memories of me and my dad were out on the road. Uh -huh. um, That's so, the fun part. Yeah. What's the, what, you know, you, it, thankfully I still have mom and I around. What's your funnest, most weirdest moment with your mother? Getting lost in the rainbow forest. I get my directional sense from my mother. Uh -huh. And uh, here's the thing. It's not so much that mom didn't know where she was going. It's that we had this brand new GPS that somebody had, that my aunt and uncle had given me. It was a TomTom -tom that uh -huh. my aunt and uncle had given to me because I am legendary when it comes to getting lost. I have literally ended up in a town that I can't find on a map twice by mistake. I know how to get out of it once I'm there. I can't find it. When can you get back? I can get back on the road once I know where... I honestly like it's Chesapeake, West Virginia. How do you I've get lost in there. Chesapeake, West Virginia? That's a I don't know. Town. I don't know how to get into Chesapeake, West Virginia. I just know how to get out of Chesapeake, West Virginia. Okay, like ADHD is a bitch. Okay, that's what that, that's all there is to it. I don't know how I got into Chesapeake, West Virginia. I wasn't going to Chesapeake, West Virginia. I just know how to get out of Chesapeake, West Virginia because I've had to do it twice. <laughs> so they got me a TomTom, -tom, uh -huh. which was like the early days of GPS. And so uh, mom's one of mom's best friends was was sick and she was actually getting ready to pass away and so we decided to go to virginia uh where mom and dad had lived when i was like a baby we we had left that area i think i was six years old when we moved from virginia to west virginia because that's where uh -huh. my dad grew up he right. you know he's from jackson county mom's mom and dad moved to jackson county when she was in high school when her dad left the army because he was like a world war ii vet mm -hmm. um and he finally settled down in west virginia um so we were driving down to virginia beach eventually but we were going to stop and hang out with our friend and we had to go so we were going to try and take this one little road and somehow We're following Tom Tom. Tom Tom did not know where we were going. Tom okay. Tom had no idea. We ended up on this like gravel road with a tree laying down on it. And this old man is coming out and he's clearing the tree. He says, What are you guys doing here? He's like, We're trying to find our way back to wherever. He's like, You're going to go this way and you're going to turn right. 
we get to that turn and Tom Tom's trying to tell us to go left. I'm like, let's not listen to the Tom Tom. Let's listen to the guy who actually knows where the hell he is. Uh-huh. Because that thing took us, it took us in like a, it took us in an hour and a half loop through the rainbow forest. Now, I don't know where the rainbow forest is, but that's where we were. Okay, so there is Chesapeake, West Virginia. It's a real place. It's a real place. It's literally in between Bell and everything else. The Rainbow Forest. You know what? This, though, is what we do a lot. This is how my family copes with grief, mm -hmm. though. Like, we, that's a big thing in the holidays. I know that a lot of times, especially as I've gotten older, there's been less and less Christmas. So I think it has become more and more important for me to to tell those stories also like i hate to say it my mom and dad would kind of show their love through stuff when i was young mm -hmm. so we would have these grand christmases i was big and showy and lots of things i don't need things in my life my sister's kids she doesn't want to teach them that that's what christmas is about so a lot of stress there's a lot of stress with the changing christmas so learning to appreciate mm -hmm. Yeah, and kind of build a building a new tradition. It only takes three years for something to become a tradition. Yep. The first year you do it is like, oh, that's pretty fun. The second time you do it, okay, yeah, we did that last year. It was pretty cool. The third year, it's a tradition. Yep. Because you know every family's got a wild set of traditions. Well, all that, but there is, but those need edited. Those so need to be edited by the generations. They do. They have to be changed up. And like, there's a few that are going to ring through. Fudge. Uh -huh. um, my family has a, uh, a family Christmas story that we tell. And my sister's going to tell it to her kids. And hopefully her kids tell it to their kids. Because that's right. come down the line to us. But as you, you know, as your situation changed, like, you think about it. Our, my, a lot of the family traditions we had started with my grandparents who were adults in the 50s uh -huh. they didn't have as much stuff right and then you know we've gone to a point where you know the 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 generation of instant gratification where you can buy everything and mom would work too much mom worked too much when we were kids mm -hmm. to support us right and i love her for that but mm -hmm. I think she felt guilty about that and she would overcompensate with stuff, which is not a tradition to continue. No, that is something that has to be edited. And understanding that each year you don't have to maintain toxic traditions. Right. You, you don't can have start to. new healthy traditions. Right. And let's talk about gifts for a moment because I heard this the other day and I really like it. And I think I'm going to do it for everybody that you know because i limit my gift buying but for the ones something to read something to wear something you want and um something to enjoy i'm trying to buy i'm trying to buy experiences this year that's nice um, I that one i got I need to actually sit down and plan out what I'm going to do for Christmas gifts because it's the 14th of November and mm -hmm. I'm a bit panicky. This, you know, Christmas is going to be thin. I'm not probably not going to buy for people that I usually do. 
Right. Cause there's a lot of people that I buy for because I really appreciate them, but they don't do the Christmas thing. They don't understand right. why I'm buying presents for an adult. So they don't buy me stuff. Right. Which I get, but also like, mm -hmm. um, yeah. um, but all the naughty shanties, you know, like that. Is, that would be a great gift if you got uh, like a thumb drive of all the naughty sea shanties that doesn't junk up your house. Right, it's something a person would find interesting. Mm -hmm. I am. I've reached the point in my life that I would not mind giving somebody a gift card. It used to be that was a cardinal sin. Like you wanted to get something that really meant something to that person. I'm like what would really mean something to that person is probably a gift card of my time. Here are six. Here are six hours where I will either clean, babysit, or, you know, right. within limits, do what you ask me to. Right. <clears throat> six hours of generally appropriate labor. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm someone who can appreciate that six hours of labor in a heartbeat. Um, some of the best presents I've gotten over the years after being an adult. Quiet house. Like, no arguments. Um, going to watch a movie. I really yeah, like... Stuff you don't have to trip over. Stuff you got, you know, you have a great memory. And then you don't have to look at it. When you've got too many teapots, you don't have to decide mm -hmm. between this one and that one. This one, you know, that somebody who's dead gave you. Right. Or this one that is unique and you may never see another one right and like especially if you've been smashed into a small space right i put out a list i think i put it on my personal account on facebook i saw this list of things that won't junk up your house my sister did a really cool thing last year she got me a she got me a cozy day in she bought okay. me a blanket a coffee cup um and like an assortment of fancy ass coffees and i was Ooh. i was thoroughly impressed yeah see i like that and you know joe no the, i can tell you it wasn't an instapot no i love the instapot i love the instapot it took me a bit to get there but it's not the instapot that i enjoy i enjoy the cooking time we got together because of the instapot Okay. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Is the purpose and the reasons behind it. Homemade crafts. I actually have done that. My brother and I had a challenge one year. Uh-huh. Uh, we, the challenge was the person, he had a bottle of, uh, there was a whiskey he really liked. And for the life of me, I can't remember what it is now. And that breaks my heart just a little bit. But, um, Watch, Old Eagle. You're not going to just rattle it off. It was, it was an obscure brand. Like, okay. Um, I don't want to be here long. I may not, I may not recognize it even if you said it. But anyway, um, so he had this bottle of whiskey. He loved this whiskey. He's like, okay. Well, the, the loser will buy the winner a bottle of this whiskey. And he made like 11 necklaces and stuff. And I went all out. Like I painted a set of nesting dolls for my mother. 
I think I made a shawl for my sister. I made a shawl for my aunt. Um, I made this really cool ornament for my uncle. I crocheted a squid for my nephew because this has been, this was uh, not my nephew, my cousin, because he was still very young and the nephews weren't alive. They weren't around yet. Mm -hmm. um, I made my brother a pop top cow. Like, you know, when you see the knights and they've got that chainmail hood. Uh huh. I did that in pop top. So it lays like scales. Cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Now, one tradition that I picked up and I really like, and if I do, if we ever do another Christmas party, I'm doing this. It's called the white elf elephant. Here's the rule. My sister has one of those. Like everybody brings a gift and you kind of, she, she kind of warped the rules a little bit, but. Okay. Well, the rules of mine is you can't buy the item. <laughs> it has to be a decluttering item. And you can steal it all that once. We don't steal. I think we do a trade. Okay. We can you can't just steal somebody's stuff, but if they agree, you can trade. Like that's and you can only trade um like once or twice. Yeah. Okay. I love the my sister does white amphlet. Yeah. Yeah. And actually I'm really looking forward to that because it's always fun. I got a really cool blanket. Right. Uh actually I think I got a really cool set of slippers and then I gave them to a friend who gave them to her dog. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's not cool. I was going to actually wear those slippers, but they're, yeah. it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, we've gone completely off topic. I was going to talk we about, haven't. so, you know. We have not really. I guess not. the stresses that occurs in there. You know. My circle is too small for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, though? That's not necessarily a bad thing. Having a small... I would rather have... And honestly, I do kind of have this. I have a relatively small group of friends. My, a lot of my friends are my sister's friends. Mm -hmm. uh, my friends don't actually meld well with other people. I, like, I, I appreciate mm -hmm. strong personalities, so I could never really have all of my friends in one spot for very long. Mm -hmm. Um certainly not long enough for them to all really get to know each other right and but well, i don't know for me like i have circle friends right yeah as long as you're happy like, like i have my i have my um like, I have my psychic friends. I have my bear friends. I have my leather friends. They would not mesh well together, but I, I fit in all the butterfly circles. You know, that's that's the truth. Like, if you've got, I've got friends that are, you know, and there's a lot of patch over between the LGBT yep. and the pagan community, especially in this area. Right. And so that's not such a big deal, but like a lot of my friends, like they're polyamorous or they are in the mm -hmm. BDS. Like mom and dad were proud members of the BDSM community. Some of the mm -hmm. finest people I've ever known. Um, I had this one friend, her name was Julie Dozer. Mm -hmm. She was 
the the dommy mommy mm -hmm. quintessential dommy mommy right have you eaten crack we're gonna eat lasagna and then i'm gonna beat the hell out of you I'm like she literally had people come and pay her to do her dishes right i'm like where do i sign up uh <laughs> i can get behind that like do we have our customer list like no oh, no this is a, she got hacked like back in the day uh it was a whole facebook thing her thing got hacked and when she got hacked she lost all of her customers because they were all mm -hmm. um a lot of them were very very uh yep. some of them were in high-end jobs they had a lot to risk so when she got hacked right they had to turn off their accounts and everything it was it was it was a pretty big deal she got really like right it was bad right but you know, she and, really recovered after about that, that and <clears throat> And it's sharing those experiences and finding connection, finding a catamaran of anybody that's like, um, Dottie, I ain't seen you post today. Where's my challenge? Oh, did I forget to actually post it? No, you did. I'm enjoying that. You know, and that's, and that's actually been a lot of fun. Yeah. Like we've been, I've been trying really hard to, here's the thing like the holiday season hasn't hit me yet like and that's something like sometimes i will start buying christmas presents in january and sometimes i don't start until december you know the one thing i never have a problem with is here's twenty dollars go find you something pretty here's twenty dollars take him out to eat here's twenty dollars go do something here's five dollars go buy yourself some candy I want to get something nice for my sister. Something I actually put in a box. But, like... You know, she's got your babies. You know what she needs? Earbuds. Because those babies are going to turn into teenagers. Right. She's going to need I'm earbuds. Actually, I'm actually doing an experience for her and the boys. Uh-huh. Um, I need to do something else for her husband. But, like, I'm taking the three of them to a uh, pole patrol. Ooh, that'll be fun. Ooh, tell me the best thing to do for a loved one who lost their kid. Ooh. Sit with them. Listen. Yeah. Sit and listen. Space. Give them, yeah, give them that, that space in your time. Mm-hmm. Don't, that's the best thing you can do you can't fix and i think that and i think that's where we need to go let's take a commercial and let's let's go into the what i call the dig out okay okay Welcome back, goblins! My name is Jason, and I am the host of the Esoteric Book Club, a podcast that examines titles on the magical, paranormal, the mysterious, and the strange. I release two episodes a month in which I review books on esoteric topics, recap news of the weird, and conduct interviews with authors, practitioners, and experiencers. The Esoteric Book Club can be found on every major podcast service or can be streamed directly from esotericbookclub.org.
Hi, I'm Tracy Van. I provide a blended reading consisting of mediumship, psychic, and tarot cards. A reading from me can cover any guidance you need from relationships with your partner or your family, spiritual, financial, any questions you may need clarity on. If you would like to book an appointment with me, check out my website, tracyvan.com. That's T-R-A-C-Y-V-A-N-N.com. I have bookings from 15 to 60 minutes you may choose from. That helps if you just have a quick question, need an answer, or if you're looking for a reading in more depth, I'm here to provide the guidance and clarity for you. Uh, let's just figure it out. Bye. Hi, Techie Joe here. I work with Ace and Knight and some of the best psychics in West Virginia to create amazing live streams and podcasts for the Psychic Coffee Shop Network. Together, we brew up great content discussing news, events, hot topics, and more, all from a psychic perspective. On the Psychic Coffee Shop, we interview amazing authors in the metaphysical realm. Coffee and Tea combines Asen with Tracy, Dottie, Natalie, or Lady Gwendolyn for the good and the bad of being a psychic. Shameless self-promotion with Dottie the Psychic talks to leading and emerging YouTubers and business owners in our community. Mountain Bears brings you the latest in LGBT news and politics. The Psychic That Plans answers the question of, well, how a psychic plans. Plus, we're live on air. We take your comments and your questions, including psychic advice questions. Check out our amazing programming, book an appointment with top psychics, and find out all the wonderful things we have to offer at PCSBnetwork.com today. Hi, I'm Ace and Knight. I provide tarot readings covering everything from love and relationships to your life questions and your spiritual answers. And also, I provide a lot of guidance and finances and divorces and all those relationship problems. So, if you'd like to get a reading from me privately, not on air, you can feel free to do so by visiting aceandnight.com and booking your appointment. I also provide on-demand services, so if your life is a little chaotic, you can go ahead and click that call now button there on my site. Great for a quick answer question. All right, guys, back to the show. Enjoy. All right, welcome back. You know, we've been talking about holiday things, and I think I need to actually bring. My sister gave me a holly gnome uh, last Christmas. And I was like, we're not even going to have a tree up, and she couldn't stand that idea. So she went out and she got me. She bought from Walmart. She had them delivered at the house a uh, a light up Christmas tree gnome, and I think I'm going to bring it to the office. Oh, I think that would be amazing. Okay. So we were talking about holidays and sharing stories and that type of thing and how to prep yourself up if you have issues. Let's take right. it from the other perspective. You're not the one having the issues. You've worked your plan out. The plan is good. You're executing it. But your friend is gone. Derailing. Derailing. That train has left its course. Maybe they ain't been in bed for out of bed in two days, or maybe they haven't been in bed for two days because high functioning depression is is even worse than low functioning depression. Uh, you know that a ten is a ten is a ten is a ten, but there's exactly. definitely 
there's not eating, there's overeating, there's not sleeping, there's oversleeping, and that depression can play out in a lot of really shitty ways, man. A lot of really shitty ways. And I'm like, I am sorry, Melissa, for your friends. That is yeah. horrible. It is. Um, if you can talk, you know, a good idea is always to, you want to leave stuff on the table. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if you can get them to plan, mm-hmm. great. If you can get them to look forward to something, yep. put something in front of them and then, mm-hmm. you know, plan stuff so that you're planning in between going to things like you want to put enough distance. You're not overwhelming them, but mm-hmm. to get them out of their space mm-hmm. helps them a lot with depression and you can't, and, and people are not always able to do that. Right. There's only so much you can do to help yeah. somebody. But and one of the things you can do Mm-hmm. If they're still responsive, if you see that coming, mm-hmm. is number one, checking on people. Right. People who are severely depressed, a lot of times won't tell you, mm-hmm. or you'll get like, you'll get these sad little moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if somebody ever says, I just want to kill myself, or or the other one I hear is, I'd like to not wake up. Mm-hmm. I would just like to go to sleep and not wake up. I don't want to kill myself, but I just want to go to sleep and not wake up. That's severe depression. That's a hell of a moment. That is not wanting to be on earth anymore because it's painful, but not willing to risk your soul or trying not to add pain. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's that's something you should definitely be like, look, I think it's time to go to a therapist. I will go with you. Mm-hmm. Standing by somebody helps a lot. Uh, my actually, my uncle just went through a class on how to help prevent suicide. Definitely. If you think that uh, if you think that they're at that level, mm-hmm. get them help. There right. are hotlines because of this, especially around this time of the year. Yeah. Um, but, but you can find a lot on uh, psych to go is a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I go there a lot for, for tips and tricks on how to help people. Honestly, right. I learned a lot from uh, how to interact with people online. Right. Well, you know, and have you ever heard the story about the man that was in a hole? Uh, you just keep digging. Stop. If you find it when one finds oneself in a hole, the first thing to do is to stop digging. Well, no. So this man is walking down the street and he notices a man in the hall, in this very deep hall. And he's like, what are you doing down there? And he says, I don't know. What are you going to do? How are you going to get out of there? I don't know. Well, you must get out of there. And the guy just, and he goes, I'm busy. I've got to go. So he walks on. Then this lady walks by this guy and he's like, and she's like, are you so lazy? You just lay in that hole all day. Hurry up and get out of that hole. And the guy's going, I don't know. Do you want me to get you a ladder to get you out of that hole? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to get out of this hole. I don't know anything. So this kid walks by and goes, Mister, do you know you're in a hole? Yes, I know I'm in a hole. Okay, give me a minute. Comes back. 
and you know it's kind of a little dark hole and all of a sudden he hears this is little the scrapping on the side of the thing <clears throat> and he looks over and he sees the kid climbing down from the top into the hole with him and guy goes i can't get out of this hole now i can't get you out of this hole and he goes mister i just came down from there i can get you back up follow me and the guy goes, no way, it ain't going to work. And your little kid goes, see, you put your hand here, and then you put your hand here, then you put your foot here, and he leads this guy out of this hole he's been trying to, all day to get out of. What happened there? It's the kind of an analogy for my career. Okay. The woman, I mean, the man just berated him. The woman didn't want to see him for the, him being in a hole and just called him lazy. The child looked at him and said, I can fix this, but you've got to do it first. So when I'm dealing with someone that's going through mental illness or someone that has gone into what I call repressive or depressive, I don't sit there and berate them. I ain't got time to berate them because that ain't going to help them. I ain't going to badger them. I'm going to let him go, okay, when you're ready to come out of that hole, you put your hand here, you reach up here, you do this, like, just get me an article. All I need is for you to do is get that creative energy. I need an article. Dottie, have you drank water? <laughs> have you drank water today? Yeah, that is a, you know what, and reminding me of self-care sometimes, it's usually irritating when it happens at first, but it really All does piss people off. Okay, you just give them a. You're not in. All you're doing is you're a showing they care. B, you show them that you need still need them because most people that allow themselves to go into low functioning depression feel they're not needed, not wanted. There's no connection. They feel like a burden. They feel you're like better. a burden. They feel like they're dragging everyone down. They don't fit in. You just remind them you need, like Dottie, and I'm using Dottie because I'm, I'm easy to do this with Dottie, because you know well, she's I'm been so very honest open about my mental health issues, and we've, right. we've Vincent's helped we've me out quite a few times through because it's been a pretty fucking rough ride, man. Well, honey, you've gone through probably the hardest ride ever. It's like Dottie, have you drank water today? You're looking peaked. Did you eat today? Have you had your coffee today? I need I an article from you. I have started taking my iron. Uh, good. You, no one is a burden. The only people that are burdens are people that do burden themselves with negative emotions of guilt, negative emotions of sorrow, negative emotions of not seeing what's really there. Okay. What I mean by that is, no, you're not a burden on this planet. Don't care. Can't move. Can't talk. You're still on this planet because you have a mission. Whatever that mission is, you can figure it out. This is, this is something... I know it's an internal mechanism uh -huh. that I try to do when I'm depressed because this is how I have learned to not go as far as I have gone before. Mm -hmm. So this is very much from the inside looking out. Mm -hmm. But also... 
from the outside looking in because this has caused me to reach out to people. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. these, I do, I love the mental health buddy system. I always want to promote that because I, it, it has saved my life. Mm -hmm. Isolation is something you need a break from people. Mm -hmm. And my uncle pretty, pretty well, like when I'm tired, sometimes I just give myself a day to nap. If I'm still tired the next day, then I start to worry about, then I start to think about what I need to do to prevent a depressive episode. And depressive episodes, they sneak up on you. You can feel that downturn. Mm -hmm. If when you start to feel that, you start talking to your friends, because especially if it's a weather related thing, or if it's something in your group, mm -hmm. a lot of times you're not the only one feeling that. Right. And by, and I, I've got this habit, I've gotten to this habit of, when I feel like I'm going into a depressive episode, I will start texting my friends and asking them how they're doing. I'm like, okay, one of you is as depressed as I am. Let's get together and figure this out. Right. But, but here's the thing with men. They want to ride that white knight and be Superman. Right. You, then a man will be depressed and you'll never know it. You will never know it. Right. He doesn't want to let everybody else down. So he'll keep it quiet or he'll go high functioning this is a problem with men they go high functioning they go and get a second job and you know you think they've got work themselves to death, work themselves to death um, or to the grave they'll stop talking they'll stop asking for what they need they stop expressing their needs their wants and their desires and they just do the next thing because that's all they've got is the minimum energy power to do it you know what honestly helps me mm -hmm. with because service is my love language. Uh, if you understand a person's love language mm -hmm. and you see that, if you see that a friend of yours is going into that depressive spiral and you know their love language, mm -hmm. speak their love language to them. Uh -huh. If they usually make food, but they stop making food, bring them food. If mm -hmm. they usually, mine is, um, I'll ask friends to do something for me. If I notice they're going into a depressive spiral, at first I talk to them because that's, mm -hmm. you know, I got to kiss the Blarty Stone when I was a kid and I got the gift of gab from my father. So I talk to them, you mm -hmm. know, and open it up and let them, because there's going to come a point where they're like, I don't want to put this on you. And that's when you tell them, what an honor is to be somebody they feel safe enough to talk with. Right. And probably the most important thing is the hold space. And whether that space is to sit here, to sit and listen to them, or to try to keep up with them, or to go, you know, we haven't gone for a walk in a while. Why don't we go for a walk? And don't talk. Listen. Most of the times they're not looking for a solution, and that is hard for a lot of people to get. Because they're not looking to fix the problem. They're looking to be heard. Right. That's true. I want to take a minute and read some of these comments because I do think we are, we're, we're hitting some strong things here. We and are. Melissa, I want to thank you for sharing your story with us. And sometimes yeah. the kid can't sit in the home. No. Nah. That's the part of the moral of the story is that the guy wanted out of the home. Right. A kid showed him how to get out of the hole, but the kid could not make him get out of that hole. And right. there will be a point where they need, 
have to decide to be better. And all you can do is leave it on the table for them. Right. I'm here. And occasionally check in. Give them a call every couple of weeks if you can. If you've got the emotional brain space, then do that. If not, then you got to live your life. Mm-hmm. You got to live your life for you first. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't help somebody. You can't be a hero if you're a victim. Right. So there's that, and I like what your therapist said. This is uh, Joe. Could you put uh, Shannon's my therapist? Put it to me. Yeah. So you'll get to the joy of watching me try to read out loud. My therapist put it to me like this. If you wouldn't want your friends to feel alone and you reach out to them, reach out to yourself and realize you need to talk for help to ask for help or an ear now and then. I like her second part of the comment. Like, (laughs) you hear me, bitch? Yes, I do. Yes. We'll put Shannon. We'll put. Right. Now, let's go on down to Melissa's. You only get calls when they need something. You know, and that's. There are. What you're hitting on mm-hmm. is a hard thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because people will use. <clears throat> right. To get things out of people, it's a. F- <laughs> well, it's a thing, and it's in you. This is where you establish limits, boundaries. Yeah, boundaries is a hard lesson. Boundaries is a very complicated lesson. You have to hold together. You go, Mm-mm, not today. Right. We are only doing this, this, and this today. I will do this for this long, and then after that, it's over with. I will help you clean your house, but you've got to develop a cleaning routine. I will help you go through this, but you're making the decisions. And I, also sometimes putting in perspective. I'm sorry, I just talked right over you. But no, like, you're sometimes fine. putting in perspective for somebody. I'm like, look, I will drive you to the therapist, but you've got to go. Right. I will help you to plan this out, but ultimately this is your life and you have to live it too. And I, and I do agree that there are definitely some people that will just try to feed off you. I call right. them vampires. I see people pick them up every day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where you need to make your boundaries clear, your limits clear. I will do X if you do Y. I, I will take you to your therapist, but you've got to make the appointment yourself and you've got to call me and tell me the time and date of the appointment. If you do not, then I will not be responsible for it. Yes. Energy suckers. Yeah. And there are a lot of people out there that don't even realize they're doing it. Sometimes right. being clear about that, like, look, uh-huh. we've reached my, it's like, you know, it's sometimes you've got to be a bitch. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to be a bitch. And that's self-protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Self-preservation is the yeah. thing. And honestly, and it may be that this person, it may be that your energy levels, especially if you're going through an ascension process, Mm -hmm. like uh, with Western occultism, you're literally raising your energetic Mm -hmm. vibes. You are taking control of your own personal destiny. And with that, Mm -hmm. you lose people. Yeah. You, You lose people who are jealous of your progress. You lose people who are not willing to 
advance with you. Mm -hmm. You lose people who want to use your advancement mm -hmm. as an opportunity to advance themselves without a plan. Right. I have a lot of, I, there are a few people, not many, mm -hmm. because I'm pretty open about having, I'm always looking for somebody on shameless self-promotion, but there's a couple of times I've had people who were just like, well, let's do this, this, and this. I'm like, this is my business. Uh huh. Asen has his business. Dottie has his business. Each one of us psychics, we're independent contractors. Each one of us is self-employed. Like I'm not... Yeah, a lot of people want to think Peyton as the as the grand poobah of everything, and it's like, no, I'm older, wiser, and stranger. But at the same time, it's like I've stranger seen, is you know what a ten is a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I know when and strange. It's like uh, I ain't dealing with that. You can go have fun with that one. I tell you what's going to happen, and you're going to have to pull it off, but. You know, and you know what? That's probably why you and I work better than together than most. Yeah, it's because like I look at Asen as my drag mother. It, it, sometimes it is a matter of understanding people's role in your life. Mm -hmm. There has to be a mutual give and take. Yes. So Asen knows that he can call on me for a whole host of things. Yeah. I have called Asen and. You know, I have relied on Ace and Joe when I was in a depressive episode, especially the one that happened right after my mother died, because that wasn't a hit at all. Right. I mean, my mother, my mother and I were very close. And so mm -hmm. when she died, I, right. I crashed right. for months. Mm -hmm. I was unable to work. Uh -huh. uh, I was able to maintain the hotline, but I was able to call on Joe and Ace. And in turn, Joe and Ace know that they can call on me. Right. And we do. And it's an equal exchange. But Dottie, I love you, darling. But there are times you come up with ideas and I'm like, how the hell is this going to work? She's going to do an event in Charleston at 10 a.m. in the morning. When we know Dottie doesn't like out of bed till 9. Then she's going to take off and go to Beckley and do an event. Then she's going to pack up and scooter her little butt up to, uh, where'd she go? Moundsville. Um, you like, know Dottie, what? You I, I have been pretty off? good about not booking events on top of. I know I will do. I will book too many weekends in a row because I need right. a day a week to just catch up on my sleep. Right. But I'm very much into you know good do it. You got to learn it. You got to learn it good. You'll learn it your way. There, you know, and I've got some grandiose ideas. I have learned to edit. Uh-huh. I mean, you think about it. Asen, uh, you really did come in at kind of, I won't say it was the very beginning. I had a few episodes out. I think I had found Da Vinci Resolve before we started talking, but I hadn't developed an actual schedule yet. I hadn't, uh -huh. I hadn't decided to go fully pro because that was 2020 that I went from like doing this YouTube thing when I wanted to uh -huh. for the few people who were willing to, to listen uh -huh. to like, I want to make money and make this my livelihood because apparently, <laughs> apparently, you know, I'm burnt out on everything else. Like, apparently this is my destiny because I yep. am uniquely qualified. Yeah. Now, th this is why Dottie calls me the drag mama right here. My husband got to experience this. Oh, says the man who booked four events in two states in two days, back and forth. 
And it's like, uh-huh, and I spent three days in bed afterwards, and I haven't heard the last of it. That's one thing I know that's across my limit. I got one event in me in a day. Whenever that event is done, I'm going home. I, I may go and hang out with family if I feel well or something like that. But mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, I'm going to go home. Yeah. Home. Exactly. But, you know, that's my role in Dottie's life is I, is I will look at her and go, you can do that. I don't think that's the best method. This is how I would do it. But if Dottie decides to go do an event at a brothel, that would be cool. I would totally do that. I know. I kind of want to go back to the, the bar. I've really been thinking about hitting up a couple of bars like locally to get my name out, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I will look at her and go, I wouldn't go do that. Okay, you're going to go do it. That's fine. At least wear leather. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're, you, Dottie is responsible for Dottie. Asen is responsible for Asen. And I'll be honest, there's a lot of shit that Asen supposedly does, and he ain't got time to do. What was the one that was really off the wall? Um, you were talking about at Halloween. What did I supposedly do at Halloween? I think it was the inspiration for the devil costume. The oh, I'm supposedly the devil of West Virginia. Like, I practice all dark magic, I'm all evil, and, you know, controlling all these psychics in the area. Please. One, I can't control cats, and most of my psychics, I call them the cats for a reason. I'm a good, <laughs> good old-fashioned bitch. Exactly. Two, the person that said some of the stuff that got back to me, because it will get back to me is more jealous over the people I work with than me. And three, I've been blessed to have some of the funnest experiences being more the old man sitting up here. I'm watching me fall on my face. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've been fucking major successful. No, you haven't fell on your face yet, honey. You've bruised your knees a few times and I'm like, all right, are you ready to get up yet? And let's try this again. <laughs> Dotties wobble, but they don't fall down. Nope. You know, none of my psychics are failures. None of my psychics do anything they don't want to do. Sorry they don't want to come and work for you and make $2 or 15 cents a minute when they can make be making $2 or $30. Sorry I won't look at you and go, okay, here's everything for free. And by the way, I'm also going to turn over my whole client book to you. Wow. Just for you to enjoy. Um, and let you get through your scammy shit. We don't play those games. I want to know who this is now, but not on air. Uh, well, you know I don't release who it is on air. Right. I've Although I have had, I have literally had people tell me that they would not associate with me because I associate with Asen. Yeah. Like, in real life. <laughs> and I'm like, and? What's their problem this week? I'm like, well, you know, he's really helped me out here, so I'm going to... Well, not only that, but I keep up, and I get mad at people when they go, oh, Asen's so nice, Asen's so sweet. No, I'm a royal fucking bitch. Get me into a corporate business situation, and I will make your life hell until you give me what I want. But most of the time, I'm fighting for the good of not only me, but everyone else involved with it. Right. I understand. Here's the thing. Like, it is, it is a finicky business. It's a finicky business. 
I understand, like, I have friends who don't want to be in West Virginia psychics because they don't want to be in, associated with other psychics directly. Right. But they still work with me. Right. You know, and you you are living, uh, you, are, you are eating off of your reputation. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's great. They don't want to be in West Virginia psychics. They don't want to be part of the American Association, <clears throat> the West Virginia Association yeah. of Caro. I try to be nice to everybody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I hate to admit it that I find gossip entertaining and that's fine, honey. That's well that you developed the fucking show called Coffee and Tea over that. Yeah, we just did that, I think. We just did that, didn't we? Yeah, we went right into our coffee and tea bit. But here's the thing, I don't I'm not nice to everybody. I have a limited amount of energy. It's like my cell phone. It has a battery power of one hundred. And that battery power, 85% of it has to go for what I'm doing. The other 20% gets allotted to everybody else that wants it. That wants to also allot 80% of their battery to what they're doing. Right. I work with professionals. I work with the best professionals in this state. And believe me, I know most of them. I don't deal with scammers, bullshitters, or assholes. Now. I'll fight the death over Dottie or Lady Gwen or Natalie McVicker. She's an awesome fucking medium. I can't wait till she takes off even more. Or Tracy or Bear or Melissa. You'll see me go down and tear you down shreds. I'll read you backwards and forwards over them. Why? Because these people stick their ass up, look at me and go, okay, so where are we going next? I was like, oh, I don't know. There's this guy over here that's paying $13.50 an hour, or you can go over here and we'll make about oh, $120, or you know, we'll figure this out and pull this, pull that. But that's the way I rise my business. I deal with professionals that can look at that I can look at and go, Dottie, what are you doing coming out looking like a bagger bond? This is an SEA event. You need to look like the queen you are. Go put your crown back on and come back out here. I'll just wait till I shave my head. Please, that way I can put, we can get the wigs on there st better. I need to get me a cheap wig that is like a day wear wig. Uh huh. Like a simple day wear wig. Not that I would actually probably wear it, but it would, like, <laughs> I, have I have a friend I keep telling, like, I'm going to shave my head. I've always wanted to shave my head. It'll grow back. And she's like, please get a regular looking wig first. I'm like, why? Okay, that's wear it. fine. When's the next time you're in Parkersburg? Uh, I don't know. Well, the next time you're in Parkersburg, go over to the mall. There's a wig shop there that has beautiful wigs at a cheap price. Get it. Take it down to, I believe it's Eclipse in Charleston and have it styled and tell him to coat it in lacquer. And then you can shave your head. I'm going to shave my head anyway. You know I am. I'm sorry. I know that, it. but it is fucking winter, Dottie, and I don't want you getting pneumonia. Fair enough. That is literally the one thing that has stopped me because it's reached a point where, like, I love the mohawk, but it's like it's gotten to the point where it's hard to maintain because I lost my clippers. Um, they I didn't lose them; they died. They they died a tragic death and were uh -huh. buried with honors. Right. Um. But it is definitely time to do something new, and I think that you know. The purple mohawk has very much been the Dottie the Psychic signature. Uh-huh. But I've been going through a lot of massive changes. And so it's definitely time to 
do something different. Do something different. So guys, I'm going to do a professional coaching in front of you while we got some time here and then we'll be done with it. So if you're going to shave your head, you make the appointment Monday, you get your head shaved, you wait till Wednesday and I expect new photos because we have to then go and recreate your whole website with your new photos, with your shaved head and your earrings or your wig. I don't care which, but if you're going to do those major changes, you have to realize that you have to keep the cycle going because I ain't having you show up at a show and nobody to know who the who the nice looking shaved head is because your images haven't been updated. You know what? That's true, though. Like that will be. And I would have to update it as it grew out, like about everything. You know, I do try to. I have a last round of got my character photos out. I know I like... we're waiting. The intro from all the intro photos? Yes, we will have to update all that. Yeah, no, they're all in Trillo right now. The ones from the ones from the intro video, because those are all characters. Okay. Well, so they again, all got wigs will on. probably get moved in and used. But point being is if you make a major image change like that, then we have to go through and update everything for you. We need two weeks ahead of time, and it cannot be, as Joe puts, a not on a shameless self-promotion. Furthermore, you haven't dyed a lot of your hair in a long time, so we should donate that. It's not long enough to donate. Bull. It's it's got to be because I've donated before. I actually uh-huh. I have way too much of my own hair hanging around my house. Like I need to think about that. Anyway, let's not. <laughs> I I'm thinking about doing it for a thing. Like I was thinking about doing it live. Um seeing if I could do like a like a cash app thing for like suicide I don't know I don't know I don't we'll have that out. that's a decision that we have to have a plan for because right. you're a professional and your face and your head and your look makes everything in general link in it's like when we started the psychic coffee shop we wore polos all the time Okay. Oh, the polos. Yes, Joe was telling me about the polos, how they slowly faded out. Into t-shirts. So if you look at my images, I used to be in polos and dress shirts. Now I'm in t-shirts in all my images. <clears throat> I, You know, it's 12 inches. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you've got to have like 12 inches. It might be, if I shave it, this part might be, but it's not enough and it's dyed on the ends. Like the ends... From where well, I did the... will take anything, honey. I do believe. Like, there's organizations out there that will take it. I actually might do something like that because I have an obscene amount of my own hair. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I've got in a box of dead things. I need to probably not announce it on air because I'm not ashamed and I'm pretty healthy. Like, honestly, this is this is this is the most mentally well i have been in my entire life over the last five years well yeah and again you're coming out of what i call a storm you're starting to find the real you i mean you done you recreated yourself when was your day of freedom my january 10th 2018 which is going to be five years i'm going to be celebrating five years of freedom january 10th so like that's and that's one of my stranger birthdays. Well, no, that's an important birth date, and you've got two more years, and then not one cell in your body will remember that time. 
it, it's kind of crazy. Like I'm still, cause I still talk shit about my ex and about that time. And that's You'll one thing that I am going to try and start really working on. You'll Just, get out of that as you heal that trauma. When that story no longer has power for you or no longer has use for you, then you'll drop it. I don't think, I don't know that I will because I, I hate to say it, it's become, I don't hate to say it. You're a right. big part of what I do right. is giving abused people, people who are in abusive relationships, permission to leave. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that that the trauma, it doesn't really hurt anymore, but it, mm -hmm. it's like that song. Every now and again, I think about all the ways you screwed me over. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice voice, Dottie. Oh, thank you. We should use that more often. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it has become what well, my weakness was once has become my strength, and it helps me to connect to people who are in a bad place. Right. Because I really, like, sometimes, because I, I try not to, like, just pick at a wound. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. It is a place, a great, it, it's my origin story. Right. It's I am a character. I'm a person, professional personality. So this is my origin story. Exactly. But at the same time, you'll find, and I did too when I came out of this, is I told the story and I tell the stories less often. And when I do, it's almost like I'm talking about somebody else. Slowly but surely, it's. Yeah. I tell you what, there for a long time, I didn't realize how bad things had been. I knew that they were toxic. Mm -hmm. And I still, I still don't, sometimes I will, sometimes mm -hmm. I'll reach this point, but usually I won't even say that my ex abused me. No. Because he was better than everyone else in his family right. he was not okay he was a damaged child mm -hmm. who did not escape his family right but, but he the was anger still there i mean i literally haven't seen this man in four years right every now and again i still get mail in my old name uh-huh but it's and not that a bad time <clears throat> And that annoys you. It always pisses me off. I understand. I see. Here's the thing. Like, and also this trauma, oddly enough, the group of people that it helps me connect to the most that I'm kind of proud of. Um, I have a bunch of, of young, mm -hmm. uh, I, have, I have women in the early stages of their womanhood come to me. Mm -hmm. You know, trans women who are beginning their process mm -hmm. and like, um, and that's something I'm very proud of. And I realized that that divorce process, how much I really did transition. Yeah. All right. Like let's I take a break and then we'll pick this back up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then we're going to have to cut it out because I want to go yeah. back to sewing. And I'm, I'm tired. I'm exhausted, y'all. I know. I know you are. Hi. I'm Dottie the Psychic. And I'm sure you're wondering why I'm not wearing any makeup. Well... One reason is to irritate my social media manager, Asen Knight. Hi, Asen. The other reason is because I like to get to the naked truth about what it means to be a neurodivergent LGBT person with psychic abilities. I've got vlogs, blogs, and podcasts, and videos all related 
to try to live my best life and helping witches and bitches do the same thing. So, you can check all that out and get a reading from Dottie the Psychic at D-O-T-T-I-E the Psychic.com Safe travel and much profit to you. Do you have a cute pet? We know you do. Each week, Tracy Van chooses from submitted photos a featured reader for her Facebook page and provides a tarot reading. Your adorable pet cat, dog, rabbit, goat, chicken, snake, or more could be her next featured reader. Visit TracyVan.com, T-R-A-C-Y-V-A-N-N.com, and click Featured Reader to submit. We look forward to seeing your pet next. Hey everybody, Lady Gwendolyn here, and I am here to tell you how to get in contact with me and a little bit about what I do. I am the High Priestess that works with shadow work to help you grow and heal. And I work with um, <clears throat> access bars, Reiki, I do power forms. I'm recently getting into crystal healing, sound therapy as well. So you can go to Lady Gwendolyn Healing, that is L-A-D-Y-G-W-E-N-D-O-L-Y-N-H-E-A-L-I-N-G.com. Book your appointment with me. I do in person. I do over the phone. I do over Zoom. We can do that as well. Um, my main goal is to help you grow and heal because I've been there, I'm still going through it, and I let my strength help guide you. See you soon. Hey everybody, Natalie here from The Pendulum's Path. If you are in need of guidance, direction, spiritual connection, healing, or more, you have come to the right place. I have worked as a psychic and a medium for over three years, connecting people from all over the world with their loved ones, giving them insight and guidance into their current situations, their past healings, their blockages, and what they need to know in order for them to have a better future. It would be my absolute honor if you would come to my website at www.thependulumspath.com, visit my shop. I have a whole bunch of crystals, oils, bombs, mystery boxes, and more. And visit my services. I offer 15-minute, 30-minute, and 60-minute sessions. I also have email readings available if you're not comfortable with the one-on-one -on -one session with me or if you just want to try me out. I encourage you to come visit me at the Pendulum's Path and let's get you back on the right track today. All right. And we are back in Dottie's Ironing. So we were talking. I think it's about, funny that like we're on my show, but like instinctually, instinctually, I let you lead. <laughs> it happens. Um, we go into we. I go into a shop. It's suddenly my shop. I know where everything is. I'm a leader, and that's a quality I just realized. But anyhow, we were talking about you. Starting to do things and starting to like lead people out. Oh, um, I get a lot of calls from early stage trans women who are, who are, uh, and I, I think that that's kind of my motherly quality. Like, yeah. you know what, ladies, if you are, if you are getting ready to enter womanhood, you get you a divorcee friend. 
Mm-hmm. We'll get you a divorcee friend because we're, we might say some stupid shit because right. we don't fully understand what's going on, but let somebody else say some stupid shit to you. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, you know. Yep. We will be taking it <laughs> apart. Yeah, I will take everything they say very personally. Mm-hmm. And also, it, it's, but it's more than that. The right. thing is, like, here's the difference. Like, you're, you're, you're who you were mm-hmm. is gone. Right. You, is that old personality is obliterated, and you have to entirely recreate this new personality. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, yeah. this is my second podcast today, guys. You guys know that. The first one that I was on was with Shelby, and she has a book, and I'm going to go ahead and throw the link out there. It's called uh, Soul Free, Soul um, Soul Freedom, and then her companion, Soul Freedom of the Companion. These books are amazing. I've worked with through both of them. I really like them for that recreational process. So I'll pitch that. I'll throw resources all I can, um, and it helps look at that and oh. break apart that puzzle. <laughs> Let me say this, um, mm-hmm. because the original purpose of this live stream, e- even though you know we have completely derailed at this point, I didn't. I should have mentioned this early on because I know people have probably started falling off. But um, this is why, because of my personal transformation, because of how dark things got, is why I always make sure I've got resources on my uh, website. I'm mm-hmm. always more than willing to help people find resources in their community. I did that for a living. I was, I helped people uh, right. find housing. I help people not get evicted, things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So definitely if I will always have that resource page, I am planning at some point in the vague and distant future, which hopefully is going to be before next June, we'll have everything finally settled out. Mm-hmm. Everything. Maybe then the dust will finally settle and I go back and clean everything up. But like the last thing that's getting done is the website. And there will always be a reference page for people who need mm-hmm. resources. Right. Like suicide hotline, the women's shelters. Yes. Information on abuse, things that people weren't into. Mm-hmm. Information I would like to get on like, awakening. We got to start adding that in is information on awakening. Yeah. Because um, that's the process. I will definitely want to, I'll still want to break it down. Honest to God, I will always break down to something that is like mm-hmm. evidence-based practices right. and then spiritual-based practices. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that spiritual-based practices aren't evidence-based, but it's the psychiatry versus right. psychicism. Well, and but see, awakening is both. It is. It is a very much, it's a spiritual and a psychological. You cannot separate the two completely, ever. No. I don't think it would be healthy to try to separate them mm-hmm. because our spirit is how we feel our way through the world and our psychology mm-hmm. is how we process those feelings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of psychologists actually use tarot to work with their clients. Now, that's that another thing. thing. Right. Um, and, tapping. Yeah is becoming a thing in psychology and i'm like what are you doing in my office 
Get back to your big degree over there. Leave my little 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 degree wall over here alone. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, a lot of the things, because here's the thing: like psychics are always going to fill the gaps mm-hmm. of the mental health field. Right. We are on demand mm-hmm. adults. I've even like I for people who don't necessarily fully believe in that whole psychic thing, the people I have to justify my existence to, which pisses me off to begin with. That's a whole nother conversation. Right. But you know the kind I'm talking about. God right. love them, they mean well enough, but they're like, what do you mean psychic? I mean, like, I'm gonna I am a professional adult. Yes. Joe, take note. We're gonna talk about how many ways to describe our job. That would be great. I would totally do that one, but that's yeah. the that's my favorite. I I, I provide, uh-huh. I sell my time. We do divination in that time, but ultimately that is time for that person to talk. That is their mm-hmm. space. That is what I'm selling. Is my time. Right. Hello, Miss Brenda. Thing. How are you, honey? Nice to see you. Hello, so Brenda. It is self promotion, and so you know I'm going to throw out you know the modern spiritual link please and let's talk about what i'm offering there ah yes this is the business isn't it this is the business side of it um of course we do beginners astrology which lets you know what you walk into your life into this life with currently we have journey of the fools level one up there that takes you into the journey of the tarot um course um and it's the lectures are there. They are on demand. Yes, it is on sale for $9.99 for the rest of the week because of the launch of this. Um, it's an 11 lectures um, with video files and different classes that you go through to work through your tarot. Um, and then we move into looking at your synchronicities, AKA your numerology um from before you know the world is now on ones and zeros but before then it was even broken down farther and this is where you get to see um what the numbers significate to you it, i even cover angel numbers which is a big thing right now um and we look at the way the universe was pre-designed for you and then we get into candle magic everybody's beginner course man everybody should have a basic understanding of candle magic if you're going to get into magic which is not something i usually i usually you know promote divination that's but Mm -hmm. personally i am a magic practitioner and this was the first magic i learned not not from mason but candle good candle magic knowledge Mm -hmm. is great it is not only that but it works really good for manifestation um, you know, it's one of the tips I tell all my, everybody that's working a job. Don't care if, if you're in it, if, if you are not being paid by the hour, you are collecting at the end of the day, light yourself a green candle, get you a pine center one. If you really want the money to flow in, if you want more activity in your life, light your red candle. If you want something to grow and new inspiration, like Dottie, she really is going to have to have that prosperity altar in her office there with a green candle, a red candle, and an orange candle. Oh, we're going for a ride. Where are we going? Where are we going? Show me the new pretty. prosperity candle or the prosperity Uh altar. I got something for wind. I got the prayer flags up. Let's Mm -hmm. see. There's my finger. I got the prayer flags up. And then over there, Mm -hmm. I've got a bunch of seashells. 
I have mm-hmm. a prosperity bowl. I've got a give a take, uh, give a token, take a token, uh-huh. uh, box over there. Okay. So that uh, so they can share the prosperity because prosperity spells really work best if you have something that's ta- that is flowing in and out. Exactly. Now the so only suggestion I have with that is you need something with some cinnamon in it. I need to get some cinnamon. I need to really sit down. A lot of what's going on with the prosperity altar has been, oh, this is a cool idea. Oh, this is a cool idea. Yeah. Um, like I've got some quartz over there, kind of pointing it around. I got my Buddha. I got my Buddha. I got an egg. I, oh, I can show you the onyx egg. This is beginner astrology. You, this course is the only course that there may be a delay on because I actually give you your birth chart to work off of. Oh, now you got to make sure to take, give him a bath. Ooh. Yes, and take him for trips. Oh, I do take him for trips. I actually had a bag for him for a long time. He got mm-hmm. to the nudist colony. He said right between my boobies. Ooh, he must have been happy about that. He fits right in my bra. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but there's other instructors from around the world. We have instructors in Germany. There's languages. Right now, all the courses, I believe most of the courses are in English or German. Um, but there's courses in different languages, different currencies. Um, literally advisors from every walk of life they went around their networks and got the best of the best to be teaching you and i have a green egg and you have a what color egg this is a um it is a a green and uh, brown onyx egg awesome and uh the green of course onyx is a volcanic glass Uh uh-huh so and it's got pink. Let's see the pink. Yeah. My camera does not want me to get that close. It's like, look, back up. I don't know you that good. Uh-huh. It's like this there camera knows every single pore on my face, but it doesn't want me to get that close. Okay. Uh-huh. But so, uh yeah. So that is for like that is you know, the eggs for the beginning. Uh-huh. So that's what that's on the prosperity altar. Yep. If anyone ever looks at our shows, the co-host with Joe Mag sits behind him. On the altar. Everybody should have an, a, a stone egg. Yes. Oh, I've actually got... I'm going to take you for a... Well, take you for a ride. I can't really take you for too much for a ride because you're connected to the computer. I need to figure out... I need to figure out this wall. I know what... Way, um, I am probably... I'm probably not going to have an alligator pole and a lottery ticket. That's cool. Yes. Yeah, alligator paws, chicken feet. You need protection. You want something to be held on to, get you some chicken feet. You know, I actually have quite a collection of, of, of bird feet because I used to pick up roadkill all the time. Um, but that's not what I wanted to say out loud. What I wanted to tell you was that you can get chicken feet at the dog food uh, treat aisle. Yeah. They're wonderful for protection. You've got something going on. You get your chicken foot, and you you tell that foot what you want it to hold on to, and it'll hold on for dear life. You just bought a natural obsidian necklace. All right, so you're going to try. You're going to wear that when you think you need you need to either cut ties with people, sacrifice something, or protection. 
Yeah, that's a good barrier. Honestly, yeah. though, like, here's the thing. Like, obsidian, I got black obsidian because this is one of those things that you can look. You have to be careful with, with black obsidian because you can you can reach the netherworld with this shit. You can, but you also want to make sure that is not near a window. Because it will catch fire. I want yeah. to do a whole video. I have a whole video planned out. Uh -huh. I actually, this is one of those that was some from the beginning. This uh -huh. I had this had this video planned out since literally before my brother died. It was going to be the video that went out, in, mm -hmm. but instead I had to do a memorial video for my brother. That's like 2019. I was going to do some basic safety tips. Yeah, well, basic safety tips have kind of gotten hidden into mythos. Here's one for you about keeping your crystal ball covered if you aren't reading. Does anyone know why we do that? It has nothing to do about protecting the crystal ball's energy or keeping anyone from connecting into the crystal ball. No, it's because you'll burn your fucking house down. Yes, your crystal ball should never see the sun. I was told that very early on. I'm like, what the fuck? You should never see the sun. And then somebody, and then my ex actually bought me a gigantic crystal ball. I ended up giving it away to a really good friend of mine. But it was a gigantic crystal ball, and it came with a warning in the back. This thing, because uh -huh. it acts, especially the clear uh, mm -hmm. crystals, the ones that are like, they're crystal because they have a certain lead content, not because they're like, right. but those crystals are magnifying glasses. Uh -huh. You put a magnifying glass in the sun, it will super concentrate that beam of hot light. And there is actually, you can find YouTube videos of people who, who are putting out fires, literally pouring water, uh -huh. watching their table burn up because uh -huh. they sit out, out on the, on the table in the sun. Like, yeah. Yeah, especially, and I love these, and, they're, and they either, I call them my little newbies. They will go and they'll get a beautiful crystal ball. They'll get a beautiful black mirror and they will set it up there. Carnelian, red carnelian. Red carnelian. Are you having blood pressure problems? Are you also having circulatory problems? Red carnelian is great for both of those. Or are you trying to fix a heart issue? Okay. That's what carnelian's used a lot for. You might be wanting to have that checked if your psychic level is picking it up. Also, you know, you think about the heart. That is a big emotional expressive area in mm -hmm. the chakra world. Mm -hmm. You know, that is where we express from. Right. So if you're wearing red carnelian, uh, do you feel like... Do you feel like you are disobeying your own heart? Do you feel like you are doing things that are against your basic nature? Mm -hmm. Are you questioning the message you're putting out? Right. So I do know that like the heart chakra and the throat chakra mm -hmm. um, are pretty closely linked. Right. So. All right, honey. Well, we've been here two hours. These people have been amazing to stay with us and chat with us, but unfortunately, I have to go. Yeah, it's yeah, we've it's been at two hours. Okay, so we want to thank Asen for showing up. Definitely. Uh, what was the site you were promoting one more time? 
It is Modern Spiritualist, your online e-course site from advisors around the world. All right, tell the folks where they can reach you at. They can reach me anywhere that you type in Ace and Knight, and I'll pop up. Literally, I'm in Google. Google loves me. Google is awesome. Let's not get started on that. Um, so you can Google me as well. Uh -huh. But if you would like to help keep me afloat now that I've spent a lot of money on an office, you can book a reading through my website, D-O-T-T-I-E, thepsychic.com. Or you can check me out on Patreon where I am dropping a little bit of extra content. This month's Patreon project is, what was it? I put all my bloopers out. Yes. And they're funny. It's like it, when she messes up, it's a totally different video. I do like a whole, well, I don't, you know, I do it all or nothing. Like I'm no in between anymore. I'm like, are we doing this or not? Because no half-assery for me, thank you. Right. It's like whole ass or no ass. I don't care. Yep. Um, <laughs> all right, y'all. We will see you later. Safe travel. Thanks for having me, Dottie. <laughs> it's been great having you, Asen. Uh, so safe travel and much profit to you.